One, two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. We are going to make you a smarter Amazon seller today. I know that's true because I know what we're going to talk about is something that's put me in the wrong way before in my business. And so that's why I repeat it and I learn about it. I'm intrigued by it. We're going to talk about how to do the part of the business that not a lot of people are good at or they don't even want to do. We're talking about I'm getting your numbers right. And I have with me someone that I've been talking with for the past few months on this very subject. He's been selling on Amazon. He's actually been building himself. He built his own tool that I think it was to scratch his own itch. But also, I, you know, as a skilled developer and has taught me a few things about QuickBooks and all that stuff, but really through the lens of an Amazon seller. So with me, uh, Ryan Hurley, founder, lead developer, everything for Cell uh, Analytics. Hey, Ryan, welcome. Thank you for having me, Scott. You probably don't want to like, you know, a story about like accounting gone wrong doesn't sound that exciting, but like it should chill you to the bone to think that like what it's like on March 1st or April 1st, like before taxes, like you just don't want to be in the wrong spot. You start to make bad choices. You start to make mistakes if you're doing this after the fact. And I could tell a story of my business. I think I've hinted the story. I'm going to get into the juice of it. So buy boxer, we, as a large reseller, we had multiple years of hitting 60 to $70 million in revenue. And, you know, our profit would go up and down based off of, you know, a variety of things. Sometimes we were investing in other business types, but like one thing I was always worried about was like leaks in the business. When I say leaks, I mean like maybe our inventory isn't truing up, you know, what our accounting software is saying and what like Amazon's reports, like, it's like, oh, this doesn't match up. And, you know, there was times we had to write down hundreds of thousands of dollars in inventory. And I would argue it's okay if you have to write down inventory, but I'd rather do it closer to the moment that it happened. And I think that takes a perspective from the, you know, from the, the founder, you, the listener, or, you know, someone that's like, like to, just to be very proactive about accounting. I think it takes that perspective to fix those mistakes early and often. Since then, I've actually seen significant write downs of inventory. Some of it was like, you know, on purpose, like we'd actually destroyed inventory, but some of it was just like, you know, there's leaks in the bucket and like, you know what, I want to see the leaks happen early before there's no more water in that bucket. So that's like my story. And like, I re I'm being serious. Like we've written down like hundreds of thousands of dollars of inventory. And you know, when that comes and hits your, your net profit, that's not a lot of fun. So, but we're going to talk about, you know, the ways that an Amazon seller, like what you have at your disposable now, some of the common tools and what Ryan's doing that is a little bit different. Why I brought him on the podcast. Cause trust me, the last thing I want to do is like, if someone says like, oh, let's talk accounting on your podcast. I'm like, no way. That sounds boring as sin, but we're going to make it a little bit more exciting. And there's going to be an offer uh, too good to say no to. Hopefully we don't blow up uh, Ryan's life too much. Okay. So you've been selling on Amazon for like six or seven years, right? Yeah. I've been selling since 2017. What was, first, what was your first product? I sold tool belts to construction workers. Okay, cool. Where'd you source it? India. Wow. Do you still sell that? 
I do, and I've grown that to line of eight SKUs to a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. All right, getting specific. How long ago did you like think about like mm, I'm gonna like start solving my own accounting problems? <laughs> yeah, really, in the last year and a half that I started exploring this accounting problem. I've always been entrepreneurial and seeing what I was doing for data analysis. I, I started talking to some friends and heard they too were struggling with really understanding their finances and the numbers as things occurred, as you mentioned. And after talking to them for a little bit and analyzing my own workflow, I realized there might be an opportunity to create some sort of a software that kind of in real time handles all your accounting, all your inventory management and kind of back end operations to give you a true picture of yourself. Inventory management is a complicated subject because there's a lot of parts of managing inventory. Are you thinking more of just like how, you know, an accounting of inventory or sell through or what are you thinking? Yeah, right now our inventory is not crazy complex. It does a lot of forecasting based on seasonality. But what I'm most interested in is tying it into the cash flow so that I can actually see the the true pit snapshot of your company and, and make decisions that work not just for your estimated sales velocity, but based on how much money I have in the bank account, can I actually purchase that much? You know, there's some important decisions like, can I afford this next car? And being like, it's kind of a joke, but it's also serious. So I was like, if you have good accounting, it is as good as like it's un unlocking technology because you will be making informed decisions. I believe that very strongly. So I think the leader in this space is A2X. Not everyone knows about A2X, but like they've been around for a while. They're pretty polished. And a lot of sellers don't use it themselves. They actually would probably have their bookkeeper use it. So like, what does A2X do? Yeah, A2X is a integration tool that connects your sales channels, mainly Amazon, to your accounting software, which most sellers use QuickBooks or Xero. All of this is that connecting piece. It connects the Amazon transaction level data, right, to Amazon. Does it do it at the SKU level or does it do it just like at a broader level? Yeah, it just does it based on your settlement report that when you get paid every two weeks or if you initiate it sooner. So you don't really get any granularity, just a single oh. journal entry. Yeah. Okay. Just a single journal entry. But would it deduct the your inventory value on QuickBooks if you're using, you know, inventory portion of QuickBooks? You can set up cost of goods sold, but it's not you can't add all, all these other costs. For example, if you do product inserts, you have tariffs, you can't match that to it. And you also can't do first in, first out LIFO based on changing costs really well. That you're just kind of going to set a number and it's going to match it with that transaction amount. Okay. Now, help me out. I literally just did this, but I don't fully know some of our taxes. Like, what's the end result of QuickBooks? Like, uh, what do you actually need to know by your filing, like your March 15 or April 15th filing? Like, do you need to know your net profit? Is that it? If you go to any established tax preparer, they're going to want to see four reports usually. And one, as you said, is your profit and loss statement. They need to know how much money did you make, all your expenses. And then they're also going to want to see a balance sheet that one of the fields is inventory at the start and end to know your assets. And in account two, they're going to want to see a trial balance, which is the accumulation of all your accounts, as well as a general ledger, which is basically everything that happens. 
Wait, say that. I've never heard of it. What's this third one? The trial balance? balance? Yes, that, that's imagine every different account in your chart of accounts. So there's shipping income, there's refunds, and it's going to summarize the all the transactions to that account. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, you said chart of accounts. All right. That's the end product. And if taxes is your goal, yes. Yeah. Then let's say what other benefit do you get out of QuickBooks that like say is not super related to taxes, but more of like you making business decisions. We're talking like probably cash flow and maybe even like just a monthly PL. Yeah, I think I recommend at least every two weeks to be looking at these numbers. You gotta be looking at your profitability both on your entire company level which QuickBooks can give you because they have both your sales data that you're going to bring in from Amazon, as well as all your other business expenses. Though that's not enough because you should be looking at a SKU level and that you're not going to be generally pulling that in. And as you mentioned, cash flow, that's the other thing that making sure you have enough money to support those orders. Yeah. Cash flow is like, is one way to look at cash flow, like predicting how much money I'm going to have on this date, like on January 1st, I, you know, our cash flow is we're going to have, you know, $75,000 on that day. Yeah, exactly. It's looking at your past data and making a forecast of the future and seeing what you can do with it. Okay. Now I understand the need for QuickBooks. Now you don't have to use QuickBooks. What if someone were to like try and do this with a spreadsheet themselves? Could they? At first, I would say most sellers can start if you're doing less than $100,000 a year or preferably less. You're doing one SKU, you know, and like you do $100,000. You could probably do this on a spreadsheet. Yeah, you could get away with it. It's going to take a little bit more manual work and you're not going to get as nice of reports, but it can be done. Because your approach with your business is actually to bypass QuickBooks. Why? Because we want to see the full picture of your Amazon business, getting the entire company, both the sales data, as well as all your off Amazon transactions through your bank account. So we can actually see every order, every SKU, every line item, but also how much money is your bank account and make the best decisions. So, I mean, that sounds kind of scary to me to connect to a bank account. How do you do that? We use Plaid, which is a secure third party that you can connect all your bank yeah, and credit card accounts. I've heard of Plaid before. It's kind of like the API for banks, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's actually a side question about Plaid. Does like Plaid charge developers? They have a developer plan that for under 200 users, you can actually get it for free, which I'm currently on. But then once you Perfect. move on, they do charge. Perfect. I think they've got a great business. <laughs> yeah. No, I do you well. can really connect to bank accounts and actually have that trust. That's pretty cool. I've used Plaid as a consumer sometimes. And I'm mm. like, it's been kind of nice. Now, so when you bring in the bank account data, that lets you give you the full picture of like everything else. And you could basically build a QuickBooks replica or replacement. Is that right? Yeah, we've built everything that QuickBooks has pretty much double ledger accounting system. So here's the thing is like when I when I heard you talk about that, I was like, okay, this guy is he's my kind of uh, geek who challenges like, well, I don't have to use this because QuickBooks is expensive. I'm pretty sure that like I spend a few thousand dollars a, a year with QuickBooks. But like if you're just a purebred like Amazon business, you know, you could probably get away with not using it because like you just have, you know, one thing. 
if you have a very complicated business with like maybe offline or whatever, you know, like things can maybe get a little tricky, but because you're connecting to Amazon data, you're bringing all the transaction level, you're putting in the double ledger and there we have an interesting solution. So I hope I did, you know, you a good job of like just explaining like the setup. Is there, is there something there that like I, I kind of like glossed over that you're like, oh, this is a key piece. No, I think that's it. A complete double-edged accounting system that directly connects to your sales channels and pulls in all that data for e-commerce specific analysis. Now, the, even then, this is just my opinion. Even if I had like the software set up in place, I still don't know how to use the software because I don't understand accounting. Like I understand the language. I can talk accounting. But like, you know, you throw me in. Uh, Your debits and credits. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going to mix those two back and forth. I'm going to be like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to do this or I'm supposed to do this. Like it takes a little bit of experience to get confidence of like, you know, to, to move around. And most sellers do that. That's why there's a lot of uh, services that are kind of like done for you. We've had e-com balance on the podcast and, you know, they, this is a few years ago, they kind of do it for you. But do you think this is something that people can just pick up themselves if they're, you know, of a simple enough Amazon business? If you're willing to spend a bit of time learning it, you can figure it out yourself. And I think we've created a platform that does, because we know Amazon sellers, we've made it in a way that makes it easy to enter all your e-commerce transactions. And that when transactions come in from your bank account, you can easily choose the chart of account that. I know what most Amazon sellers need. So there's a lot of settings built in to make it easy. Yeah. That you don't need to get into the debits and credits too much. Where did you learn accounting? I spent a couple summers working at a family friend's CPA firm. And I really got to see the inner workings of how this older gentleman, he was so meticulous on all of his records and how he conducted himself. And that's kind of how I started to realize how you operate a accounting firm in terms of the requirements and, and the, the seriousness he took in handling all of his customers books interesting yeah that's cool i do think it takes a, a degree of you just got to get in the weeds and the numbers and generally the accountants just aren't scared of that they see numbers and they they sharpen their pencils now you you're in the early stages um and have a few sellers that you've worked with. I don't know. I've been chatting with Ryan and advising, you know, different components. And so I just like thought the story was interesting in the context of like, do you have to use, you know, A2X? Do you have to use QuickBooks? Do you have to like, what can you do yourself? I actually still like, you know, I do so much work with some of my businesses to like make sure our accounting looks good. And still at the end of the year, when I'm handing over my stuff to uh, my candidate, I'm like, I'm like, is this all you need? I don't know. Like what you need or what you don't. So I'm kind of bringing you on to answer some of my own questions just to, so I'm a little bit more confident. And I don't know, there's just a, a few questions stick out to me, but like, so how would you integrate with other sales channels if Amazon's not your only one? Yeah, I'm working on building out other sales channels. We currently okay. only service Amazon, but we do have some nicer data importing wizards that you can export the reports from walmart ebay or whatever and it'll kind of format it into a, a quicker entry for us to analyze 
Okay, one of the challenges that I've had as an entrepreneur, got a few different businesses, is this like bleeding heart psychology of reinvesting in the business at every turn. Giving myself just a livable salary for way too many years because I just want to reinvest in the future. There's a challenge to that if you, you know, like if you just do that and not really understand how much are you reinvesting. I think it'd be, it'd help you to like know, like, no, I'm reinvesting 5,000. No, I'm reinvesting. $20,000 this year. And that's kind of another direction to come like why you should get religion with this. Some of the unlocks you can get in your own understanding. Then I also want to like hit on the skew level analysis. For a little while, we would have a, a report that would tell us our top 10 skews of the day and our bottom 10 skews of the day. The problem is, is even though like they were our bottoms or our tops, there wasn't a 360 view on this. We weren't accounting for every little possible thing that happens on Halloween. You know, we had super high returns and I'm not sure if we were accounting for that really well. And I have watched a few YouTube videos on accounting. I went to a Khan Academy, very, you know, it's interesting, but like you kind of have to like do the work. I don't think you could do bookkeeping very well without a few reps. I just want to encourage everyone to like just to do a few reps, whatever you're doing, just like dedicate a little bit of time here or there to, to get some experience. I've seen Ryan develop this from, you know, where it's where he started to, to now in like one crazy offer that you're throwing in is like a bookkeeping done for you service. Like we're talking under a hundred dollars. So I do think the right listeners, and like, I get nothing out of this. I'm just like, when I bring on uh, someone, I'm like, I see something that's unique, that's worth talking about. I'm trying to keep the conversation like to the point where people might find a lot of value and actually might unlock some value in their business. And that's just uh, my little rant right there. Ryan, is there any more uh, context that you can help? Like, with the offer? Yeah, yeah, with what you're trying to build. Yeah, I'm trying to make give sellers the best picture into their total business that they can have that giving them real-time profit that I think there's too many tools like seller board or all these other ones that, that tell you your profit, but it's just your e-commerce profit. It's not taking into account any of your other insurance fees, website hosting. And I want to see real-time what's your true profit, what's your cash flow, and make all these decisions. And so having all your data in one source of truth in a double ledger format that is compliant for easy tax filing. That's really what we're trying to build. We found a number of sellers, like you said, it's great to learn it yourself, but if you don't have the time or really if you're trying to grow your business, it's not the best use of your time to do your bookkeeping. So having a team like us, we know what we're doing. We've worked with tons of e-commerce sellers before, so we can actually map, reconcile, categorize all your transactions and each month or whenever your statements close, reconcile those accounts, giving you what you need. And just like that, a new entrant in the market. And I think it's a pretty good solution. It's called Cell Analytics, S-E-L-L-A-N-A-L-Y-T-I-X.com. Worth checking out. I'm, hey, Ryan, thanks for coming on, chatting, you know, getting some of the weeds of Amazon. I hope I don't talk about accounting on this podcast for another two years because it's not important, but just because I'm like, we got to get to the exciting stuff. But like, you know, this was different enough that I wanted to bring you on. So thank you so much for coming. And I'm thinking outside the box for a second.
Yeah, not really fun talking with you. Okay. Well, um, with that, we'll wrap up. That's the pod. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll chat with you later. One, two, three. Yeah.